Hi, this is Joel Brzezicki with the Grace Roots Podcast at graceroots.org. A question that comes up quite often has to do with the uh, the Lord's Supper, uh, otherwise known as communion. And unfortunately, this whole idea of celebrating the Lord's Supper or communion strikes a lot of fear in people uh, when it's done either weekly or monthly or however often it's done in churches today. I want to hopefully give some, you know, calm some of those fears and look at the scripture and see what it really says about celebrating the Lord's Supper. You know, the whole thing about it, let a man examine himself and drinking and eating judgment upon themselves, things like that. So let's take a look at this, this thing called the Lord's Supper, because really, this is meant to be a celebration of Jesus Christ, a remembrance of Jesus Christ, not a remembrance of your sins. And let's take a look at what the scriptures actually say. Paul, of course, in 1 Corinthians 11, he's given various instructions to the church, and he says, Now in giving these instructions, I do not praise you, since you come together not for the better, but for the worst. See, all of this has to do with when they come together and, and things that happen. For first of all, when you come together as a church, he's talking to the Corinthian church here, these people that met in Corinth, I hear that there are divisions among you, and in part, I believe it, for there must also be factions among you. So he's talking about divisions and factions that are going on in the church. Uh, He goes on, therefore, when you come together in one place, it is not to eat the Lord's Supper, for in eating, each one takes his own supper ahead of others, and one is hungry, and another is drunk. He says, what? Do you not have houses to eat and drink in? Or do you despise the church of God and shame those who have nothing? What shall I say to you? Shall I praise you in this? No, I do not praise you. So what was going on? They were coming together supposedly to do this thing called the Lord's Supper, to remember Jesus. And it was back then, it was a meal come together for a meal. So there was food there, and there was wine. This is real wine, the the kind that you could get drunk on. And what was happening is that these people were coming together for the Lord's Supper, but some were coming, and they were just drinking all the wine. They were eating all the food and leaving some people hungry. And so Paul is saying to these people, you've got homes. If you want to eat and if you want to drink, do that in your home. You can do that there so that when you come together, you can do this Lord's Supper together. So he wasn't happy with how they were doing the Lord's Supper. Let's move on here. Uh, for Paul says, For I received from the Lord that which I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus, on the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. Which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. So in other words, eat the bread, eat the food in remembrance of me. In the same manner, he also took the cup after supper, saying, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. Remember, this wasn't in remembrance of our sins. You know, you can read the story about Jesus and, and the Lord's Supper in Matthew 26, Mark 14, and Luke 22. And in neither of those cases, in neither of those uh, recounts of the story, did Jesus tell them to remember their sins. 
when they come together for a meal to remember him. It was to remember him. And remember, he says, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. So was this a matter of remembering their sins? What is the new covenant? In Hebrews 8, 12, talking about this new covenant, it says, this is God talking about the new covenant. For I will be merciful to their unrighteousness and their sins and their lawless deeds. I will tell them to remember every time they eat the Lord's Supper together. No, he says, their sins and their lawless deeds, I will remember no more. A chapter later in Hebrews 9, he's talking about how the blood of Christ, uh, as opposed to the blood of bulls and goats. Uh, and for this reason, Jesus is the mediator of the new covenant by means of death. That was you know, the shedding of his blood for the redemption of the transgressions under the first covenant, that those who are called may receive the promise of the eternal inheritance. So it was all about redemption of sins, sins being taken away, remembering Jesus because he took their sins away. It's not about coming together and saying, oh, God, I've sinned, and, and trying to find if you're worthy enough to take communion because you haven't sinned. Let's read on, because this is the next part here in uh, 1 Corinthians 11 is what, um, is what messes people up. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death till he comes. Therefore, whoever, this is verse 27 of 1 Corinthians 11, 1 Corinthians 11, whoever eats this bread or drinks this cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of the blood and of the body and blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself. And so let him eat of the bread and drink of the cup. Let a man examine himself. That word examine, to test, to examine, to prove, to scrutinize, to see whether a thing is genuine or not, and whether it's approved or worthy. What was it again that they were doing in an unworthy manner? They were coming together, supposedly to eat this meal together to remember Jesus, but instead some of these people were getting drunk some of these people were eating all the food and, and not leaving food for other people, so other people were going hungry. So Paul is saying to them, examine yourself, scrutinize, think to yourself, am I really doing this thing right? I'm coming here and I'm getting drunk. I'm coming here and I'm eating all the food. That's what they were to examine. That's what they were to scrutinize about themselves and to say, you know what, I've been doing this thing wrong. We need to come together to remember the Lord together. Not, again, not to remember our sins, but to remember the Lord. And not to get drunk and not to gorge on all the food, but to eat together and remember the Lord Jesus Christ. Um, and so here, he, he goes on, Paul says, For he who eats and drinks in an unworthy manner, eats and drinks judgment to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. Now that word, eats and drinks judgment to himself what that word it's not eternal judgment it's not like if i take the lord's supper in an unworthy manner i'm judged and condemned eternally it simply means that that person is judged is discerned it's 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 discovered that that person isn't doing this thing right it's not eternal judgment it's not god judging people eternally it's just saying hey you're guilty of doing this thing wrong examine yourself rethink this thing and and do it right and so uh, for this reason, many are weak and sick among you, 
and many sleep. Well, if you're getting drunk a lot, if you're eating a lot of food, uh, it's not God who's killing these people because they're doing it wrong. <laughs> it's not God uh, who's making these people weak and sick and uh, falling asleep or, or dying. It's the fact that their activities, that naturally causes that type of thing. If you drink too much wine, you get liver disease, you get all kinds of problems. Um, and uh, it's all these bad things can happen, but it's not the Lord doing it. it go, he goes on, For if we would judge ourselves, that word judge there in verse 31 means to discern. If we would decide correctly, if we would discern ourselves, we would not be judged. And again, that second word judged is the word that has to do with you would be shown to be wrong. So if you would discern correctly, you wouldn't be shown to be wrong. Again, it's not eternal judgment. It's just a judgment of you've been shown that you've been doing this thing wrong. But when you are judged, or he says, but when we are judged, again, shown to be wrong, condemned as having been wrong, not eternal con condemnation, we are chastened by the Lord that we may not be condemned with the world. That word chastened there, it's so important. The word chastened means to train children, to be instructed or taught or learn, to cause to learn, to mold the character of others by reproof and admonition. You see, if God was eternally damning these people, if this was eternal judgment, it couldn't be said... <laughs> That he was doing it for the purpose of training them or teaching them or molding their character. So again, he's not, God isn't judging people eternally for participating in the Lord's Supper in the wrong way. He's teaching them. He's showing them this is what the blood and the body of Jesus Christ is all about. I took away your sins. Now come on, when you get together, don't be getting drunk, don't be eating all the food, but join together as a family, as a church family, and enjoy what I have done for you. Remember the Lord Jesus Christ. You're proclaiming his death, and it was through his death, of course, that our sins were taken away. And so, therefore, my brethren, when you come together to eat, this verse 33, wait for one another. But if anyone is hungry, let him eat at home lest you come together for judgment. Again, not eternal judgment. It's just the, so you're not coming together and being shown that you're doing this thing wrong. So that's what the Lord's Supper is all about. Just think, you know, Paul went through all of his epistles talking about how people are saved by grace through faith apart from works. You know, we all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God being justified freely by the free gift, by God's grace. And, and so all of a sudden, he sticks this thing in here in, in 1, Corinthians, 1 Corinthians 11 about being judged and uh, God killing people just because they're not eating the Lord's Supper correctly or because they're not remembering their sins or because they've sinned. You know, a lot of people, again, think that because they've sinned, they can't participate in this. Hello! What's the body and blood of Jesus about? It's about the fact that we have sinned. All have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And we've been justified freely by his grace. So don't think that the Lord's Supper is something. It is a time to remember, oh, woe is me, my sins. You know, it's not about that. It's about remembering the blood and the body of Jesus Christ and what was accomplished through that. Be free in the Lord Jesus Christ. 
You can celebrate the Lord's Supper, communion, anytime you're together with people. You can do it by yourself, and you can do it together with other people. Just enjoy sharing a meal together, the fellowship of the Lord Jesus Christ together, and there you have the Lord's Supper and communion in a really, really wonderful way. I'm Joel Brzezinski with the Grace Roots Podcast at graceroots.org.